Hi, I'm Mokan. Hi, I'm Simon. I'm Pease. I speak slower than everyone else. I'm Eagle next. <laughs> and I'm Terry. I'm out on camera. <laughs> All right, it's day three. Let's preview, recap the games. We're going to start it like preview that? Recap. <laughs> preview how, recap. How are you? Recap. Uh, okay, we'll start <laughs> We'll start it off to the highest score game I've ever seen in my life. 59 to 52, scored your girlfriend over Dirty Dogs. Okay, so Stupid I was there shit. for that football game. Uh, score your girlfriend jumped out to a 20 to 6 lead. They were up at 40 to 20 just before halftime. Uh, Dirty Dogs scored a late first half touchdown, got the ball back, got it down to one score, but could never catch up. Ryan Lelowski had an okay game. He had a terrible first half, better second half. Arnold Desjardins was phenomenal. Antoine Epstein with a pick six that kind of sealed the deal in the first half of that matchup. Score a girlfriend, guys. Think about it, right? One Last, play. Yeah, two plays. Two plays because think about it, right? Last Wednesday, they're going up against uh, Martin Flag. They needed to win to get in. They were down by seven with four plays to go. With two plays left, they score the touchdown to be down by one, and they go for two-point convert. And now here they are in the quarterfinals Drop of the 59 diff points, bro. Phenomenal yeah. play by them. Really good. Score your girlfriend's about to take this division by storm. Yeah. I'm uh, very well, surprised. Dane is a very, very good quarterback. Unreal, and, man. And I in fact, the, the thing that hurts him in his lower division teams is that they're all DBs playing with him. Yeah. So like, there's no hands on the team. <laughs> but th honestly, these guys are good. But uh, the more they move up, the, more, the better the players are going to be around him. And the quarterback is not the problem. No. He's got one of those arms where, honestly, him and Sam Cajon don't belong in Division Three. The thing mm. is, they, they just, it's That's the, really it's the right process, yeah. right? They they have to go through Division Three because they still need to learn certain things. Arnaud was not this good before the season, but he's learning. His play yeah. calling changed. His, yeah. The throws he's making has changed. He doesn't make the same reads as he does in tackle. So he's getting there, but he, they also need to step in. But man, how far has Ryan Lill come as a quarterback? Amazing, you know, it's, it's he's not the same guy that just he, runs around anymore. It's funny because back in the day, I remember playing it's Ryan Lewandowski, W, Man. not even a doubt. Right? Yeah. He trashed They're it so lose. much two weeks ago. What? He was playing and was just like dropping dimes and like touchdowns and touchdowns. <laughs> and after like I don't know, I think it was like forty points. He turned around, and was like, yeah, you talk about that in the podcast, bitch. I was like, all right, <laughs> but we've been super <laughs> complimentary about very him aggressive. like all, all right. season. Like, but he had a very good season. Like, yeah, he's, he's got he's gone start. a lot better. This oh. game, this game was just one. He threw one interception, and Arnaud Desjardins did not. It's crazy. If he How about we talk about that on the podcast? <laughs> that that we just did. Oh, we are. All right. <laughs> that one. Right, right, lost the game for his team. No, no, I thought he was for pick six. So it was pick six difference here. He scored fifty-two points, man. Like it's not the quarterback's fault. He threw interceptions. Look, they were down twenty points. They they got it back down to six. Next game, he scored forty in the first half, though. What Desjardins? Yes. Yeah. Forty in the first half. That's insanity. That's forty insane. in the first half. They, they, they forgot to press the second half. Too yeah, late probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, dude, that's insane. It, it, was, uh, it was a forty twenty-six halftime uh, score. Insane. Bearskins and the crew was Bearskins twenty-five winning over the crew. I thought shocked, the crew was going to win that one. Yeah, I thought the crew was going to win. Uh, you guys were wrong. Yep. And Hollowack was right. And cool. as was I. The Bearskins are you were the here. Team to beat. <laughs> I predicted it in my head. Okay. Yeah, okay, Mokan. <laughs> we, we knew that. Yeah, yeah. You guys should have. Yeah, okay, Mokan. Uh, no, but at, at the end of the day, the crew are a very good team. But I watched that game, and you can tell they're inexperienced. Yeah, they still make mistakes. Like I, when I, I saw them play, I was impressed by them the first, like say, five six weeks. When they played the studs in the Sheen, I think it was week seven. Uh, the game was close. Sam Collins was not making mistakes. Like he was just scoring, and the crew struggled to keep up because they got to the red zone, made a few mistakes, turnover on downs, and then next play, forty five yard bomb by Sam Collins. Like yeah. they were just making him pay. The game got away from them. They kept making these little mistakes here and there. And they're learning. They're going to be a much better team in spring than they are now because they're 
your playbook is opening up, but they're just not there yet. Yeah. I agree. Next. Next would be shit versus uh, blue chips. Oh, crazy game, man. Now you wonder if crazy Jordan McKinnis plays in this game. Jordan, Jordan, Mitchell. Jordan Mitchell, I beg your pardon. Suspended? Uh, is suspended yeah. for an OC. All OCs, he had to do right was not talk in his last game. And we told him. The referee emailed him saying, if you get another OC, you're suspended for the first week of playoffs. He said, okay. And just before the half, he got frustrated, said something stupid to the referee. To the ref? Boom! What Thank I heard, you. I heard that he's he was celebrating with his team, and he celebrated too. Celebrated after a safety, something like that. And, and that's the reason why he got something to someone. Yeah, you don't celebrate after getting sacked. But they're, they're a team. The blue chips are a team that likes to celebrate together. Sometimes I guess it maybe it no, can be disrespectful. It, they, but they ride on an no. emotional wave. That's yeah, it's true. listen. It wasn't it wasn't that bad, but it was, was it worthy bad. of the penalty? Yes, it was because they had a bad based play. on the rule. They had a bad play. They did not do something. They did something stupid. He cursed out, said something dumb, got his OC, walked away. Like, you know, he deserved it. Nobody argued about it at that point in the game. It didn't happen. Like, you see OCs where, you know, you're, you're celebrating a touchdown and stuff like that. That I have a little bit more of a problem with as long as it's yeah. not too offensive. But if you, if you, let's say you throw an interception and then you curse out and then you take it too far and stuff like that, you deserve your OC. Right? Like, it was a bad play by him that it wasn't an interception. It got sacked. It got mad at the rusher. Don't get mad at the rusher because you got sacked. Well, okay. well I guess if it's to, to me, it's all, it always comes down to if it's directed to another person. It was directed to the other then play, to the other then, team. Then it's absolutely... Let's it was not, him and the rusher. And I the, th- I, the way you explained it, I thought it was just him losing his mind. The blue chip representative came up to me asking, hey, Mo, can you f- switch this to him not have an OC? I go, dude, it's not my call. I didn't yeah, yeah. believe happy, man. Like, no, uh, they, they realized it afterwards and they realized the mistake they made and they wanted to take it away. It was too late. But even during that game, nobody argued. Like they knew they deserved the OC. Let's oh yeah, no, no, I just again, I understand how you. Okay, it, so it let's not let's not take anything away from the uh, the game that Jake Applebaum had though. Yeah, let's uh, take away from the fact that Blue Chips scored twenty seven without their quarterback. Without their quarterback, but they couldn't stop. Same defense though. Jordan Mitchell does play a little bit of defense, but not all the time. Uh, and they were still able to. Uh, yeah, they scored thirty three. They allowed thirty two points. But yeah. if they had their quarterback, Blue Chips could put up forty. All right, quickly. I'm pretty sure they win this game if if he's in the game. With Blue Chips? Yeah, I think so. But eight plus points. But hey, listen, it's, it's good on ship play whoever's in front of him. So yeah. we can't, I don't take anything away from Jake Abba. By the way, the line of the night in the Brotherhood uh, lightweight game, it was tied up at what fourteen fourteen. I said, "See Mal Dashi, I'll see you for the road show." Mokan, <laughs> I swear to God, man, the game's tied. First half, like second drive, Mokan turns around. Hey, still you're playing. Welcome to the road show. Mm. <laughs> I was on defense. Yeah, brother, but that brotherhood <laughs> yeah. team makes no sense in the same division that oh, they I won the year before. Listen, we showed up with five. We, sh- we had five guys two hours before the game. We call in the sub. We play with six. Clearly, the strategy is to have me on your team, and I can play man coverage on Jamal Giddens. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That was the LGM strategy. <laughs> the only strategy <laughs> The only strategy it didn't that we work, had by the way. Was okay, I was about to check this idea. No, the only strategy that we had Fact check. We wanted to bring in a ringer. So he puts the Brotherhood shirt on, plays as seven men on defense, so they forfeit it automatically because they Was can't allow that. <laughs> what? Hey? We said before the game, we asked a guy from the Alpha Tees, just put a Brotherhood shirt on. And walk around the field. As soon as I throw a ball, bat it down so you get a PD, so you get a stat. And then <laughs> run, run off. You're not allowed to play in Division 3 and for the Brotherhood. What are you doing? That's a forfeit. Just just run onto the field and run the ball down. When I said that to Sad, he's like, we don't have extra shirts. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was, so Brotherhood, we went through that. You yeah. got washed. You're very clean right now. Yeah. Uh, Le Malheur over nice. Cougars 25-20 uh, th- By the way Second time they played each other In the last three weeks yeah. Second time It was a one score win mm-hmm. For Le Malheur. 
Cougars thought when they lost them back on Tuesday Night Football that they could have beaten these guys. Cougars, the guy on Cougars them. said he was very confident playing the Yeah, him. they were very confident, and unfortunately came up short. And given how they emotionally got into the playoffs, the Cougars on a game-ending INT against the commission to seal their playoff tickets, I think this is very uh, disheartening for so the Cougars. I said last week, Anthony Bochard Fraser, uh, he's been playing. The offense has been not explosive, but consistent and... He's been smart with the ball, and he relies on the, on the team's defense, right? They're that's off, the, that's the strength of my league. Quarterback knows the strength is my defense. If I don't make mistakes, yeah, we will most likely win games, or or be in the game. Yeah, and but so they're, they're good enough that they they don't give you a fast paced game either. No, like, when I played them, we didn't have seventeen drives. We had five or six. Just because we took timeouts. Uh, fact check, does Simo ever have 17 drives? Absolutely not. So I think in his career he's had 17 drives. Wow. So, um, it's not a yards per drive. <laughs> so, what, so what about Cougars now? They're done. What do they do? Uh, they chill. They get ready for golf season. I think it's they'll, uh, they'll come back. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I mean, they, got they, some, they got some good guys. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan right? of the Cougars. I like Don't them they never play yeah, in, uh, yeah. they never play in uh, spring? No, no they had their outdoor flag league that they play in. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, guys, let's dive into the games now. Uh, oh, it was one more game. It was a really good KGP game. KGP Martin. KGP Martin Lefay. Great game, man. Great game. No, I'm honestly, I'm surprised. I mean, see what Martin Lefay did last few weeks. I wasn't expecting KGP to be able to... Keep up with them. Phil Cutler hasn't been playing that great. The roster has been very inconsistent. But he was incredible this game. Yeah, but yeah, he was phenomenal. And th- this is a bit of a shocker to me because if you look at the roster for KGP, it's not. I mean, it's it's not great for the three. It's okay. But they no, they have. They, I don't know how many guys no, are even eligible. Phil, Phil, no, eligible. I know, yeah. but there's like how many guys? They have like a roster of twenty five guys. But Phil Kero- Cutler became eligible just because his other games were at the same time as this game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they asked him, "Can you sub?" He subbed like week three because he was there twice. So he Who's played this? two games. He said. So, uh, Matt, Matt Kirak. Okay, and he's only actually played to, twice. Yeah, it just happened to, to match. But Phil had a great game, and he just—I feel like he has the right receivers for his system to work. Can all things considered for KGB, uh, what the roster, the team that they had coming in, and the injuries, and who they ended up having, which is a completely different roster from this, it's it's kind of fun to see. I also like uh, a highlight from outside of the flag. Quarterback looked a lot better than what we saw towards the beginning of the year. Um, but Guillaume Granger is one of the – he's a very good receiver. It's crazy. He talks yeah. a lot so of shit, good, but man. he's a freaking so good, good player. Man. Very good player. All right, let's dive into the games here. We got Tats taking on shit. <laughs> 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 when I read that, that script, I thought it said that shit. <laughs> it's the one-seed Alpha Tees versus the seven-seed South Harmon Institute of Technology. Okay, Tats That's taking on shit. shit. Tats won 36-33 early in the season. Uh, can South Harmon – Take care of Jesse Dupree by getting him off the mark. Can the pass rushing of shit be a big difference nope. maker in this football game? Nope. I don't think that they have what it takes to contain Jesse Dupree. And even if they did, I don't think it matters. AJ Rashkovan had five sacks all season. I don't think he's going to bother Jesse Dupree, who's a phenomenal athlete. He's going to need a few coverage sacks, and I don't think it's happening. Yeah, it's not happening. It's Look, the offense is... This is what they do. They win games. The, <laughs> like, way, the way the Alphatees played against Sweat and Beers this past week, mm-hmm. Sweat and Beers tried the most stupid. They played this, the entire second half with two quarterbacks. They lined up next to each other, and whoever gets the snap. That's what it was. The snap would go angles to either Robbie Robinson or, or Rojo Cristiano. Hey, look, they tried something. And the rusher was <laughs> coming from one side or the other, so the snap would go to either quarterbacks, and the rusher was always late. But the thing is, you lose the receiver. <laughs> 
Listen, they, they tried something. They, listen, they tried something because they were down like 30 points, but the Alphatees looked dominant. Everything they did on defense was working. Everything they did on offense was working. The problem is I don't think that shit has the personnel to slow them down. And their play calling is good enough that I don't think that Jake Applebaum is going to have a great, en- a good enough game to keep up. Okay, so I see, I see he, a he, huge mistake game for Jake Applebaum. So like, he's going to soil up to the whole game then. What? Jake Applebaum will soil up the whole game. I think this is going to be a bad game. And I think, I think look, as much as I like Jake Applebaum and he's had a very good season and he's vastly improved, this is the kind of team that will pick on him early bait him to throw a couple of interceptions and then he'll throw another interception when the game's out of, con- out of control late. Because Jake Applebaum is very good at throwing certain patterns and using the size of his receivers. That's what he excels at. He's got guys like Josh White who wins jump balls and Kevin Smuda who wins jump balls. Problem is, Teofetis also have size in Exi Gumo and, and you won't get free releases and against... Hull, and when it comes to red zone and jump balls, it's not how you beat Teofetis. Yeah. So take that away from Jake Applebaum and his playbook shrinks. And you will get free releases off against the Alpha T's. No, because the they're f- super physical. They're physical. They're fast. They're, f- they're more physical than you, and they're faster than you. Like you could be his friend, and he's still gonna drop your, your, your shoulder into you because Julian Benavides. Studs Brotherhood. The uh, Studs won thirty-two twenty-six. Lion Johnson. A one seed Studs versus the eight seed Brotherhood. Okay, thank you, Eagle. They're not eight um, seed. They're fifth seed. Uh, Lonnie studs, Johnson was playing that game. Yeah, Lonnie Johnson threw that football Fifth game. Seed brotherhood. Lonnie Johnson has God lost to the studs twice this year with two different teams. So hey. the question is... Uh, On the last play of the game. Brotherhood did not even use uh, Quay Johnson last week in their victory over you, lightweight. So what is the yeah. best lineup for Brotherhood against the studs this week then? Uh, what they had last week. So like, even without Quay any Johnson... Any team with Jamal Ginn's on it is... <laughs> I mean, so Quay's a very good piece for them. Khalil's a very good piece for them. Jamal makes that team... Better. Honestly, the way they played against us, you take Jamal away, they might not win that game. Jamal made plays on fourth down that was just Jamal being an animal. Mm-hmm. Fourth down and the entire field, fourth and ten from their own ten, 40 bump to Jamal Gaines. He wins a jump ball in back of the end zone. Great. Fourth down and 17 from their own like three-yard line, come back route to Jamal who just out-muscles Justin Lerner for a ball. Anybody else on that team doesn't win those games. Doesn't win those balls and it's turnover on downs. And you could see that Teal wasn't comfortable going to other guys on key downs than Jamal. Yeah. You put Kuwait in that position, they don't convert all those balls. All right, so Peace, who's the defense for Brotherhood most likely to stop? Felix Laflamme or Matthew Blier? Um I mean Felix Laflamme is t- tough to stop, but you know what they're gonna do. Theo's job is going to be to take away Felix Laflamme. I don't think so. No, I don't His think so. His name is Laflamme, and he has red hair. Did anybody notice yeah. this? Yeah, Felix Laflamme. I don't. I don't think so. Yes, Felix Laflamme is the better receiver on these sets, but I don't. He's think the best receiver on the field for both teams. Yes, well, Laflamme is the best receiver on the field for including yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Yeah, he's yes. a crazy receiver. He's, he's ridiculous. Well, See, we're taking Theo out of the equation. No, no, because listen, I understand. I understand everything Theo's done in the PF. It's just like. Just because a guy's not as established, it doesn't mean he's not. Oh no, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm, yeah, receiver. I'm not denying that at all. Absolutely, like the, the guy's, guy's been amazing. in the league for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I lo- yeah, he's a great player. I've seen it, but I don't think that he's the best receiver on the field. He's a great receiver. All right, so one of the b- he's a division one receiver for yes, sure. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Like either way, you're splitting hairs. Right? I just realized maybe yeah. I'll ask him to play today. So, <laughs> so, so who do you take away? I think that Brotherhood's defense will not play man to man. I think they're going to stick to zones pretty much the entire game. They're going to give away certain things, but they're going to force balls. What do they give away? They're going to give away the little slants underneath and the hooks on the inside. They're going to force Sam Cajon to, at some point, go over the top to those 15 outs and the corner routes. And that's when Jamal and Theo is going to have the 
step up and make a play on the ball. That's what they want. Their their whole team is based around the fact that at some point he's somebody's going to put it up and Theo and Jamal are going to win those games, those jump balls. And if their offense is able to play slow and brotherhood's able to score, how, mon- how many times Simon used the word jump ball in analysis for all games? Yeah, yeah there's yes. a lot of jump balls. Yeah, a lot of jump balls. He likes jump balls. But you don't throw jump balls that often. And what's Eagle's uh, email uh, account? He, he wishes he could. Yeah. So that's ah, what he mentioned. Ah, ah, Eagle's email account. He knows what I'm talking about, Eagle. How about we J- not disclose my email account to all our viewers? <laughs> Jump the balls at Hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's going to come down to Brotherhood playing cur- like zone defense, waiting for Sam Gaon to give them a shot at an interception. And they're going to play a very slow, preservative defense. Okay, guys, quickly here. Uh, would you rather have the quarterback? Like lots of salt. <laughs> would you rather have the arm and quarterback talent Sam Corral or be the dual threat of Theo Jaya? I oh. wish I had an arm, so I was going to take the. Yeah, arm. I wish uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go Sam. I wish I could throw those 15 outs like Sam. Yeah, honestly, it's a good. That ball. it's so good, man. Yeah, yeah, he throws a really big ball, good ball. And I'd say Sam. I say Sam. Peace. Again, I'm always going to choose the arm because I don't have it. I mean, I don't know. I, I also don't have the legs, but I don't have the arm. All right. Uh, Bearskins scored a girlfriend. The Skins won 37-6. to six. What's our picks? Oh, we'll do it at the end. There's only four games here. All right. The uh, five-seed Bearskins versus the six-seed scored your girlfriend. Thank you, Thanks Eagle. for the precise <laughs> numbers there. Um, Neil Edison has never been a – I looked at the stat actually today. In his career per season, he's never thrown 60% or better in a, in a season. For a total season. Total season, yeah. And He's always been 59%, 58%, never. never not even this season? Not even this season, right? So is this on Neil Edison to win this football game? Can he be much more efficient quarterback now? It's always on Neil. Does score your girlfriend drop more than 50 points again? No. I don't know if it's 50, but I think because if they it's hard for Bearskins to, to keep up with Arnold Desjardins and, and, and that offense. I mean, they drop 59. If they go anywhere close to that, anywhere more than 39, does Il- Neil Edison keep up? No, he can't. So can Arnold Desjardins throw six touchdowns against Bearskins defense? So why do you assume score your girlfriend is going to score fifty when they scored six against the Bearskins the first time they played? When was that? It was week three. Yeah, there you go. Arnold Desjardins one touchdown, three interceptions. Yeah, but so that was Desjardins coming up from Division E. Division, yeah, Division six. Like low gang. No, I get what you guys are saying. He's improved drastically. Yeah, Dra- yeah, drastically. The game slowed down for him tenfold. Though. Yeah, it slowed down for him, but you, no, doesn't but take away from the fact that you're still dealing with Vinny, Marco, and Papage and Sean. Mm-hmm. And Sean, Sean Haney, yeah. yeah. Sean, no, Bearskins nah, a good defense, and they're gonna they're gonna bully, score your girlfriend early in the game off the routes, and it's gonna take them off their game, mm-hmm. and they're gonna create a turnover like that, and the first drive just because the DBs are pushing guys off the routes. Problem is, these are all tackle players. They're used to DBs bullying around, or they're used to doing the bullying because they're all DBs. I get it, but it's but do you, do I don't you, think it's gonna last. Do you think this will be a high scoring game then? If, will this be yeah. the first one? To I think it will. If it, if it's a high scoring game, it favors score your girlfriend. I think it will be a high-scoring game. I think, uh, look, the thing with Neil Edinson is he doesn't complete 60%, correct. But he's also very safe with the ball. When the ball is not complete, it's very rarely in harm's way. So the offense will constantly be moving for Bearskins. Um, I can see I can see them scoring five times. And I can see, I don't know, Desjardins putting up five scores. I think it's the kind of game where I think it'll be close and I think it'll be high-scoring. His best uh, passing completion number? I guess scored your girlfriend, 76%. I'm saying it's pretty good. You're saying I, I might not be a good matchup for score your girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. Uh, KGP Le Malud uh, didn't play each other during the regular season. Um, the two where seed were they KGP and the three seed Le Malud. All right, does <laughs> the two seed KGP champs have the speed to keep up with Le Malud? It's just KGP. They're not the champs. I don't think I it's a matter of speed. I think That's again, true. Le Malud's defense is all about. 
pushing guys around. And the problem is, the Phil Cutler's offense is all about timing. Mm-hmm. So right there, yeah, it's it's going to be difficult. The Lebanon excel on defense. They ex- excel at uh, taking away first reads. Phil Cutler, however, last week showed he is he's he's not as mobile as he once was, but he can still move. He can still buy time, he, he, and he can still take off and run if needed. Yeah, but because Lebanon yeah, keep their discipline, though, that's been the biggest. Yeah, but he's going to face the best team as a rusher. Fair. So that's uh, relevant. That's a good point, actually. Good counterpoint. So you'd figure it'd be quick release of the football, though. He though. Not, yeah, but he won't be able to because of the way the Lebanon play. <laughs> But can they keep the discipline though? Because they've oh, taken yeah, some yeah. weird old season that you are in the last Phil couple Cutler weeks of the season. Is known to take sacks. He's got a season with 33, which is crazy. And he's facing a rusher that's going to sack him five times. Doesn't mean it's going to be for a lot of yards. He moves up, he's going to get sacked for two, three yards, but it's going to take off his rhythm. If they have to throw early, this is what Nemaru does best is they take away the first read by jumping stuff and pushing, finding your shoulder for shoulder on your route so you, you have a later release. Knowing who the rusher is, this is going to be Les Malodes feasting on defense. So can Phil Color play out of this world then on the weekend? I don't think so. It'll be tough. Given yeah. given what he likes to do, sort of that slant and deep hook combo, it's going to yeah. be difficult because of the way Les Malodes play defense. All right. It is now time for... Games Game. of the week? <laughs> yes. Nice. But we already went through all the games. Okay, so, the games. so I'll ask you. So Alpha T's shit. Who do you got? Tats. Tats. Uh, Lay stud and brotherhood. Studs. Give me studs. Oh, it's a, good oh. Ma- it's a nice matchup. Oh. Nice matchup both ways. He didn't, he didn't pick his boy, Sam Cajon? I know. Sam Cajon won't forgive him. Your Achilles is going to hurt next as week. As soon man. as he walks to the field and wins, he's going to be, yeah, Mokar, what's up now? I knew, it, dude, bro, I knew you beat the match. Just playing a little psychologically with these guys, man. That's all it was. You know, all that backpedaling. If that beats good, pop. I really meant to you guys when I said brotherhood. Bearskins and squirt your girlfriend. Oof. This is a tough one. I'm going to go Bearskins. I'll go Bearskins. I'm gonna go you bear convinced skins. me, Terry. As, as we were talking, you convinced no, me. Give me yeah. a homage, Arlene. I'm going to go Bearskins. Bearskins. Like uh, on a date? Same here, Bearskins. Yeah. Very attractive. KGP <laughs> and Le Malud. Le Malud. Le Malud. It's going to be an ugly game. So Malud studs against Squirrel. Smell against the studs next round. And Squirrel girlfriend against Tats. Tit for tat. Uh, for everyone who's listening, you can check your new spring rating, switch the season to spring mode, type your name, you'll see what your new rating is. That's it. All right, match words, please. How are we still talking Brexit? <laughs> it's tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to happen, but it's a big day. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Is it I really tomorrow? I hope yeah. it doesn't happen. The UK's going to join Quebec? Hey, if we wanted to get rid of Mokan, would we call it like Brexit or? All right, relax. <laughs> Good more, night. More exit? Consit. Good night. Consit, I like that. Montenegro. Wow. Or Can we still say Montenegro in 2019? Can we still say Consit? <laughs>